Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man, I'm sorry. You know what, I'm not sorry about that, but you're not going to do it anyway. So, go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of law. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Worlds Exchange. I am Sal. And I'm Joel. So, uh, at 12.02 a.m. last night, uh, Disney officially acquired Fox in a unprecedented merger, or so everyone who is a doomsayer says. Um, certainly we've seen large studios acquire other large studios before, uh, but yeah. never in my lifetime... So it's so it's the apocalypse. But, what? Uh, As we were saying before, I mean, it probably is the apocalypse, but not for those reasons. Right, not because like, a movie studio bought another movie studio. It's it's like if you it's like if the devil came and like started raining fire on the earth, <laughs> and then the four horsemen came, and you were like, oh shit, it's pestilence. Now the world is ending. Yep. Uh, were you paying attention to everything else around you? The lakes of fire and the walking skeletons? But sure. No, I was busy. No, that one horseman is really going to fuck things up for you. In He's got a cool horse, though. With all, with all uh, joking aside, you know, the, the reality is uh, Fox was up for sale. Disney acquired it. Would it. In a perfect world, would it have been nice if a large conglomerate of a large mega conglomerate owned by billionaires could have been owned by another mega conglomerate owned by billionaires that wasn't know, the right? one that owns most of the franchises we like uh, indeed sure yeah that would be nice i guess in te- technically speaking competition if you're living in a capitalist society is healthy for everybody and uh that's not too far off because if studios are let's say like making groundbreaking original films you know maybe they're gonna be more hard-pressed to make cookie cutter shit and so as a result they're gonna try and make something new fresh and interesting these are all nice things that we all want uh mm-hmm. the uh the the but the the mouse owning everything and having a dominion over some of our most beloved franchises oh, does raise a few uh, eyebrows and it does make things seem a little more dire maybe than they really are but certainly it, it, it's it's definitely cause for debate and discussion i'm glad that it's of course uh, I, I i for one welcome our new mouse overlord exactly now it's funny before we even get into the nitty-gritty and all the wish lists and all the like what are they going to do about xyz uh, i want to talk about um this whole thing in the scope of so we're all really excited in terms of Marveldom that like Naturally. that the house is coming back together and then we get to see like Fantastic Four and X-Men right before Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America leave us forever. Uh, yeah. But the real question I have is, would we be so excited if Feige announced he only had like two years left in his job? Mm, 
Ooh, that's the real scary thing. I do. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Because it's not like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is this self-sustaining engine that is fueled by camaraderie and creativity and originality. <laughs> it's spearheaded by one singular vision of a person who had been working on franchises like these in the fledgling days of comic book superhero movie franchises like Spider-Man and X-Men. Um, and a man who seemingly can do no wrong and has a magic touch and everyone seems to like, which in Hollywood is a really weird thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I mean, Feige has uh, a, a good eye for talent and a good, you know, ear in the right direction for uh, progress and making sustainable, you know, maybe not the most groundbreaking, but certainly entertaining, fun and cohesive universe. They, they do the job they set out to do. But again, like he, he's a pure person at the end of the day. And will there come a day when he decides, you know what? I have enough millions. I'm right. good. Or at the very least, like, let's say, I mean, like, the job itself is very demanding. What if he left? What if he left today? What if he left two weeks ago? Would we be nearly as excited? Would we? And yes, it has to do with, uh, with whether or not, like, his protege replacement. I don't know any names. I have no. not heard anything bandied about. Uh, the closest thing I can imagine to people saying like, "Don't, don't, don't freak out," is like maybe like the Russo brothers if they like yeah. became the architects. But even then, as if you watch Patrick Willem's video about like the complacency and boringization of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, like I, I got to tell you, like I love the Russos, but there's a little bit of a sameness to what's going on here, and I'm I'd be worried about the Marvel engine losing its originality and becoming mm. kind of like more straightforward and you know more like so this is the story of this like you know winter soldier cool movie and it's really great but it's not like the most um, like groundbreaking spy espionage film you've ever seen bad guys take over the good guys the good guys have to fight the bad guy i mean like if you're looking at it from a black and white if you must sum mm. up winter soldier in one sentence and the russo brothers did a great job of making that movie happen but would they be good replacements creatively speaking for all like being like okay i'm gonna green light thor ragnarok i'm gonna green light this that and the other thing like i, I don't, don't know. know and so while we're all happy that fantastic four x-men fox properties galactus all that shit doom the, to the toys are back in the box for the most part the toys are back in the box what if the one reason we like them leaves mm, well that's wouldn't, a scary thought wouldn't we be just as excited if, like, let's say a large mega conglomerate that wasn't Disney purchased Fox and then said, we don't want these anymore, and just <laughs> sold them to Disney. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that have been an ideal situation for everybody? Like, that would have been pretty fantastic. If, like, at the end of the day, Disney had actual competition and yet also was allowed to work with all of their properties. The way that Warner Brothers can and always has been able to, but for mm. some reason wasn't able to stick the landing on. Yeah. The closest yeah, thing, yeah. I mean, so it, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. I just want to say out loud. I, I can see your horns there, devil's advocate. Right. I, I'm excited. Like, I love the, the MCU, and I love what Feige has nearly single-handedly created. And when I say that, I mean by handpicking the right talent and the yeah. right people for going to bat for creators and for people that mm. he believed in because he mm. does have an eye for talent. Boy, and does he. It's entirely thanks to him and his influence, not Disney's. Yeah. So that's kind of where we are. And 
if you're, if I'm, uh, you know, just off the top of my head, we're thinking like eons down the road. You know, like let's say, you know how um, Disney acquired Saban's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes, I do remember that quite vividly. What a strange history that franchise has had. Right. I'm not as big a Power Rangers fan as you, but you uh, certainly can speak to the, the the history of the franchise. And in an unprecedented move, in my eyes, they Disney relinquished ownership of Power Rangers. They did back to Saban in a move that I imagine if you are dealing in the in the in the billions and billions of dollars. Why wouldn't you just like set that franchise on autopilot and just let the checks come in? They basically did. And then I think it broke down to like, you know, this isn't even worth keeping around on autopilot. We bought it because we want boy brands, but we have Marvel and Star Wars now. Get out of here, Power Rangers. Right, But like if they were in the process of like collecting them all, wouldn't it make sense to keep it? it it's just kind of like it set a tone that says maybe Disney might actually not be like a hoarder of franchises. No, 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 maybe not. And if they aren't, let's say that Disney said like, eh, screw Marvel 10, 20 years down the line and lets it go. But they didn't own all of Marvel. Mm. You know, then where would we be? In a very strange position, we would be like how we were pre-Iron Man 1, where it's like, who owns what? Everyone owns everything. We don't know. Exactly. And so it, it in, in the long run, it could theoretically be good because at least everything is in one place. So if Disney were to let it go, it would all be in one cohesive, you know, brick. For future generations, at least, so we don't have that long stretch of time where it's like, well, they got Daredevil, and which means they got the Kingpin, which means Spider-Man can't have it, and Universal still has the Hulk and Namor, so, you know, they get right of first refusal. Yeah, and... uh, it, it's, it's a complicated web of ownership rights, uh, sales contracts, pro. It's, it's, it's a whole thing, and I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on the subject, but no. we are but humble comic book movie fans. And so we are only going to speculate on some things that we know most about, or at the very least, excitedly speculate about stuff that we're happy to see. So we mm -hmm. talk about that, right? Just to saying, let's address the elephant in the room. Is it objectively great that Disney owns Fox? No. That was going to happen whether you bitched about it on Twitter or, or whether not. you were stoically silent about it in your basement. The fact is, there was nothing you could do about it. You're talking about billionaires making deals with billionaires. There was yeah. nothing you could do about it. And technically speaking, I'm at least happy that Comcast doesn't own it. Because Comcast is the worst, I think we can agree. Because Comcast is the worst. The lesser of two, I mean, the, the greater of two evils in this situation. Right. So I appreciate the... I don't know, vigilance from uh, out there saying like, yo, this is horrible. We should be aware. Yes. And we should definitely like scrutinize. We should uh, question. We should argue because mm -hmm. that's the only way public outcry is the only way we can hold people we would normally have no influence over accountable. It's true. That's so, absolutely true. So remain vigilant, but also like don't yell at me. Yeah, about it for real, and, and, <laughs> and don't yell say. at people. And don't yell at people who are excited about it. Because come on, don't don't rain on their parade. I know, <clears throat> excuse me. I know in your heart of hearts, you think you're coming from a good place. And yeah, we should have more discussions in North America about monopolies and about who owns what and what interests and everything. But again, there was no way we were going to stop this, and it was going to happen anyway. Yeah, exactly. 
So, we just got to drink our bitter medicine. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of, uh, of of ideal or more ideal situations that could have happened. We're not living in any of those because we no. never do. No, um, never. So anyway, we're in this new world now. Let's talk about... Uh, the fun some, stuff. The fun stuff. Let's talk about some of the things that Disney owns and what they might do with them. And then mm -hmm. we'll try and dovetail into the MCU at the end. But before we do that, I want to mention that this show is supported by Patreon and also people over here in the Super Chats. Let's get into those. Uh, Patreon.com slash Compop. If you go over there, you get behind-the-scenes access to what we're working on, what we're planning, uh, and early access to certain videos. That's a really fun opportunity. But take a look, see if it's right, if it's right for you. If you like it, join us. If not, no big deal. It doesn't... Uh, it's not exclusive. Uh, the second thing is we are uh, sustained by you entirely. And because YouTube is a crazy, uh, tumultuous place, uh, we have to take those opportunities where we can. And in this case, with a live show, we rely on Super Chats to uh, support at least the continued prolonging of this show. Um, so in order to do that, uh, you simply use your Super Chat tool while you're watching the show live. We'll answer your question here on the show. I figure that's a good tit-for-tat kind of thing. Um, yeah. So we do apologize. We can't get to the chat as, as a whole, uh, but we do at the very least get a chance to talk to the Super Chatters like these fine people. Uh, Mopey says, the mouse will rule the world, and then he does a Mickey laugh, which I will not do. Uh, yeah. That's right on Moby. I completely, I mean, like, I hope not, but here we go. Look, look upon our empire of joy. Uh, Buyer's Gride Decrypted says, any hope I for I hate Fairyland on back issues? Uh, none whatsoever. You're never going to see it on back issues. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Firm but fair. Just never going to happen. Uh, Buyer's Guide also says, hey, guys, is there a writer or artist that while you enjoy their personality, you don't enjoy their work? For me, it's Grant Morrison. You guys are awesome. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure it, there is if I thought about it. When I've, I've met Dan Slott in person, I like talking to him more than I like reading his work. Uh, Greg Morrison <laughs> is a similar one. Frank Miller is lovely, even though I like less of his work than I like of him. Yeah, that's a fun little inverse. Yeah, I think I could answer the other one a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Joy, Joey Troyer says, how would you introduce each Fox property into the MCU? Stay tuned. We will talk about that. I'm not going to... I don't want to. I don't want to start that version of the show right just yet. But don't worry, we will get to it. Uh, that's that. That's the meat. You got to eat the potatoes first. Exactly. Kanzav tutorial says, "I hope they make Johnny and Pete friends. I hope so too. I'd rather Matt and Pete, but I don't know if we're ever going to get that." Uh, Joshua Wright, no use crying over what can't be changed. Love the possibilities, and hopefully they fix the Alien franchise. Make new to Disney Princess. Uh, yeah. Right? Uh, I don't it's all know. All possible I, now. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but I hear you on that one. Uh, Dennis Smith, hey Sal, off topic. Sorry, are you guys still planning to go to Zap Comic Con? Hope to see you there. Yes, uh, uh, me and Tiffany, at the very least, will be going to Zap Comic Con uh, on the thirtieth of March. It's in Wayne. Uh, go to Zap Comics website and find it there. Uh, nice. Hopefully, we'll see you there. We're gonna have a table, sell some. Yeah, you fell out there for a second. I was gonna write. Can, can you hear me still? Yeah, yeah. No, I can hear you. Um, okay, good. So, crap. Uh, oh. John Byrne. Uh, if you ever look at a John Byrne poster, and you look at, like, the John Byrne, like, Marvel Universe posters, it's full of characters, right? And that's, like, John Byrne's wrong. Every Marvel character you think of. He has comparable posters of the Fantastic Four, and, like, others have comparable posters of the X-Men. You could, you could do a 10-year plan with just F4 or just, uh, or, or, or just X-Men. So like, and they probably will. You got plenty of options, uh, just with those two franchises, and I don't think they're going to leave it at that. So no, 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 that no. answers your question. Um, 
Uh, also, uh, Micronic says, end credit scene for the next four or five movies should be X-Men and or Fantastic Four related. Um, I don't think so. I think that, like, it should be just a natural progression of what they're going to go with. I want it to be organically fun and interesting. I want them to yeah. be like, it makes sense for us to do Doom. It makes sense for us to, to talk about Galactus and the, and the Silver Surfer and the F4 and stuff like that. It makes sense for us to do that. But let's not forget what we already have and what made things so great. Indeed. Uh, and finally, Gabriel Torobo, and then we're going to switch over to uh, the, the conversation, says, what are the chances of the Disney money bringing in all the both sets of... What are the chances of that Disney money bringing in all... Bringing in the all the both sets is X-Men casts for an all-new X-Men movie leading into Avengers versus X-Men movie based on the comic arc. Uh, if never. I can, if I can suss out what that means, I think what you're asking is if they're going to make an X-Men versus Avengers movie... Joel, is that what that means? Uh, I thought he was saying, what are the odds that they would use the Disney money to get the cast from the old X-Men oh. movies is what I gleaned from. And that's why I said, uh, never, they're going to be starting fresh. They want you to think as little about those other ones as possible. Straight up, they're never going to do that. Uh, and I, I say that with like confidence. I've been wrong before. I don't think I'm wrong about this. They, they might, might drive the dump trucks full of money up to Hugh Jackman's house and be like, all right, Hugh, you were the one that people really liked. Yes. Uh, there's, two, and, and... there's two actors, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, that they would want to keep. And possibly Patrick Stewart, but and that's possible. Patrick Stewart. And Patrick Stewart is doing a Jean-Luc Picard show in a universe that is garbage for a service that no one's watching, so we know he would do it. <laughs> uh, so, you know, take that as you will. But, like, I don't think they're ever going to do, like, the Fox X-Men versus the MCU Avengers movie head-to-head. -head. Uh, I do think they will do an Avengers versus X-Men movie, much to yeah. my own chagrin. I think it's a terrible idea. I think it's an ideal... I, I think it's an ideologically bankrupt concept. Mm, but it's a license to print money. Yes. Uh, and Tevye Smolga says, so we can get an animated X-Men series. That's good. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, it'll be made by Disney, which is bad. Mm. Because unfortunately, despite the fact that Disney, like used to be a pioneer in animation uh they mm -hmm. uh, for some reason forgot how to make cartoons and so as such for everyone yeah just the cheapest shittiest garbagiest cartoons you've ever seen most lowbrow directed at the youngest of children which is a shame because we all grew up with the disney afternoon and we know how good all ages animation can be yeah it's true uh so anyway uh fox properties here's the thing that made me excited Hmm. A moment or two after the deal was finalized, Disney's website changed their banner. Oh. And it says the Walt Disney Company, and it featured a number of things. It showed Mickey in his Fantasia costume. It showed Woody uh, tipping his hat, obviously Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. Naturally. Uh, Elsa's Frozen. It also included Donald Glover in Atlanta. Oh. Bart Simpson, the Avatar Catman, Shape of Damn. Water, and Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Some some good ones, some good ones to grab. Now, referencing these shows and movies in particular, I think may send a clear message without actually going on record and saying, yes, some characters will say the F word. Yes, we're going to <laughs> produce movies that show like rape or crime or like hate crimes or like or social commentary. Like, yes, we are going yes. to produce, we're going to produce art. We're still going to make things people want to watch. Uh, yeah. Despite the fact that we are called Disney. Uh, so there's a lot of, but, but this is a subtle, quiet way of saying like, we may, we, we believe in slash will be 
participating in some of these characters. Yeah, don't, like don't worry. The, the, we, we understand why you like these things and you can continue to like these things. Right. Um, I heard a rumor about how they were probably going to cancel The Simpsons uh, pretty shortly after the merger was going to be complete. That was very much I, a rumor. I heard this one too because obviously they work in animation and they realize why why are we putting money into this thing that hasn't been a cultural force since forever when we can just reap the benefits over and over again of syndication. Yes. Uh, so if I were a big Simpsons fan today, I would say this is an outrage. This is exactly what I was talking about. when. It but who's a big Simpsons fan today? Right. But I think The Simpsons has been bad longer than it's been good at and this point this is a mercy killing if they were to end the simpsons and as long as they were like no we're going to be like celebrating its catalog and its backlog and we're going to be like really churning out like the original stuff um i mean i can't imagine them doing it more than fxx already has but <laughs> that being said you know if they're just like we're just going to celebrate and appreciate the simpsons and just kind of like enjoy what had existed there's oh, there's hundreds of episodes of the show we don't mm -hmm. need more i couldn't agree more mercy kill this franchise i i had a pitch too actually and i wouldn't put this past disney we mercy kill the simpsons in the form it is now then we wait a couple years and we bring them back but we bring them back in a very different form hey you know what the simpsons started as really funny shorts on the tracy allman show yeah. you know what animation is now 11 minute shorts let's get some kick-ass writers and do 11 minute simpson shorts now is what we're going to do with some of the best writers best comedy writers in hollywood and we'll bring it back and we'll make it better yeah the the idea that the simpsons would be distilled and therefore you know the, allowed to only keep the best parts and put that out like as a digital exclusive like youtube only probably not youtube more like hulu yeah um, i love that idea if it allows them to be more creative and 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 mm. get the best people on the on the on the property um for me it's like there's very little that'll get me to believe the simpsons can be good again so like you know whatever you want to do you know, as long as you don't scorch the earth of the original Simpsons, they're still all up here. I will remember them oh, yeah. anyway, but like, don't neuter them, ruin them. Don't do that like thing with like the recent, it, it, over the last couple of years, they did these like fun little like Disney shorts with the Mickey characters, like original mm. stuff, uh, you know, trying new stuff with animation, which is yeah. actually really good looking. Um, and genuinely kind of fun. It's the most fun you could have with characters like Mickey and Minnie who are, objectively boring and not interesting uh, it's tracy i think there is still lifeblood in the simpsons but not as it is now and i think for it to become something new it, it needs to die to be resurrected yeah, we can't we can't miss you if you don't go away it'll certainly save them money uh because of how much the you know key voice acting team makes per episode yeah it's not quite as much as they should be making for how culturally relevant and significant they are but I digress. Um, and, and also, too, Simpsons in the form it is, it can't continue on the way it is. There's going to be a point when one of the main cast, I hate to say it, is going to die. And when that happens. I would say that The Simpsons, while it is a franchise that is about a family unit, is just as much about the cast of, of, of supporting characters. Yeah, the town, yeah. And having lost... I mean, when we lost Phil Hartman, that was already a huge blow, and he only played two characters. Exactly. If you count Lyle Lanley. But 
losing Phil Hartman, losing Edna Krabappel's character, uh, losing, like, um, now we didn't really lose Maud, but she was fired. Yeah. But, like, losing these key voice characters, it's only a matter of time before we lose Mr. Burns. Yeah. Someone you can't replace in the zeitgeist. Or Lisa or Bart. As it stands, they sound odd because they're just old. Mm. Uh, So, you know, end it mercifully before it's time, before you have to, you know? Yeah. Uh, Noah Patello says, post-credit for Endgame should be Galactus waking up and saying, I hunger before cutting to black. (laughs) Uh, I say make it doom. Don't go big. But then again, like, when... Thanos turned around at the end of Avengers. I went, Thanos, you're going to go Thanos? That's too big. You got to start small. You know, go Serpent Society or Hydra or something. But no, they were like, Thanos, that's what we're building towards. I'm like, no one's going to understand who the hell this guy is. I was wrong. Yeah, um, g- g- give it a decade's worth of movies. Right. But uh, but Doom be cool. I'd like Doom to be the post-credit se- epi- or teaser for home, uh, for Far From Home. That'd be fun. Europe and stuff. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, you know, there's this country out there called Lodvera. It's kind of like North Korea. No news gets in or out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gabe's back in the chat. He says he's sorry for the abysmal typos. You answered part of my question. The other part was, do you think they'll bring both casts of Fox's X-Men to do an all-X-Men movie based on the comic? No. Uh, Never. No, no Fox. Fox is out. They're dead. Never in a million years. Yeah, you'll never see James Marsden as Cyclops again. You'll never see Halle Berry as Storm. You'll never see whoever they cast as Storm right now. I don't remember her name as Storm in the young X-Men franchise. They're gone. They're out. They're done. It's over. It's it's also why this Dark Phoenix movie is so sad and so pathetic, where it's like, just put it out. No one cares. Get it over with. Rip the goddamn band-aid. Well, the sad part with the Dark Phoenix thing is that, like, a lot of people who are working on promotion for this movie are working uh, from a temp agency. Like, it's all Ooh. it's all temporary workers who are either, like, who, are, who know they're going to be fired immediately when this movie leaves. Yeah. Or they're people who have already been, like... They're people who are replacing folk who have already been fired. So, like, no one cares about this movie from no. a studio standpoint. Nobody cares about this movie from a, like, grunt work standpoint. Dark Phoenix, like New Mutants, is practically dead on the vine. Yeah. It didn't help that Dark Phoenix is probably going to be really freaking terrible. And that the last one was pretty bad, too, and that this franchise was already treading water. Yeah. Yeah, when it really had no business doing that. Like, you, you, this... had, you had new life from Days of Future Past. You could have really mm-hmm. made something special. but And then it would have been a real shame to lose yeah. Fox X-Men. Now it's just kind of, like, forgivable. You, you had Logan. That's where it ends. Mr. Roboto says that Simpsons money is too good, Sal and Joel. Uh, it's even better when you make all that same money from something that was already made and you may pay nothing and not having to do any of the work and keep getting to put out all the merchandise. Yeah. Google how much the Friends cast makes now versus what they were making when they were working on the show. With zero work involved. Zero work. And Pricey Eddie says, on the downside, closer to a Monopoly. On the upside, closer to a live action Doom needs no one scene. Yeah, uh, there's still like three or four different studios. It's a Monopoly on summer blockbusters, which yeah. are objectively speaking, creatively bankrupt intellectually devoid concepts the fact that like people go see blockbusters is nothing new special or revolutionary nor does it hurt independent film or sleepy dramas or talky scenes you know about character and because people will always find those those are cheap to make and easy to produce and uh you know that's what actors are hungry for anyway 
Yeah. They'll do the pic- they'll do the big picture movie, then they do the art house picture. So, you know. Uh, and Chris W., how should they handle repeating themselves with the Mutant Registration Act, Superhuman Registration Act, Social Civil War? They just won't do that. Yeah, or if they do, they'll spin it in a new way. Exactly. Uh, they'll probably do it more from the perspective of the mutants, which is more like a looming thing that we don't really get to see behind the scenes. Like, we saw the formation of the Segovia Accords. We watched them fight against it. Like, this will be more like, what is going to happen to us? How are we going to deal yeah. with it? It's going to be less of, like, them breaking into mutant registration camps and stealing documents, and more about, like, the social ramifications of legislation against a second-class citizen. Yeah. That's what I would do anyway. Yeah. Uh, my concern originally was, like, Alien, Planet of the Apes, uh, you know, Predator, uh, but having seen the Predator, having seen the Predator, I can safely say, fuck it. Again, that's another one, like, just, just Star Wars this shit, just scorched earth it and be like, all right, we're starting from scratch again. Uh, the con- I heard recently that they were doing this, like, because Alien turns 40 this year. Alien mm. turns 40 this year. Uh, they're doing a bunch of, like, Alien shorts about, like, set in the Alien universe, made by very different directors and perspectives. Mm, interesting. You see these, that's what you do with these, with these, with these franchises. You give them to hungry, new, fresh-faced people who love the franchise, but also have integrity and care about it. Um, clearly Shane Black either thought it was a big fat joke or just wanted a paycheck. I don't know what he was thinking or doing when he made The Predator, but screw him, that movie is garbage. Um, Think it's some. It, it was really, really, really depressing to watch uh the only thing that's great about it now is that it's you know gone uh i think for alien and predator because they are these ubiquitous nerd franchises that are always seeming to be in a constant state of reboot rehash re whatever i'm sure they could start a brand new trilogy with brand new characters and it could work and it could be popular and again they could do like i said what they did with star wars absolutely you, they could give it to a uh, like a satellite studio that makes R-rated films and goes like, hey, here's some, you know, make make this, make it for like way less than we would. Then like Fox would probably give, you know, Fox gave Ridley Scott, you know, a, an untold amount of money to make two really bad Alien movies. <laughs> I bet and they felt happy about that. I'm sure they were very disappointed by how that turned out, especially especially Covenant, but. Uh, also, too, these franchises, and we're not even thinking about this, imagine the kick-ass rides and attractions we're going to see at the Disney parks now connected to Alien and Predator and Planet of the Apes. We are never going to see those. Uh, Tiffany was oh, saying you this said yesterday. That. She was like, I want an alien ride. Just one alien ride where we go through, like, the Sulaco or we go through mm. LV-426 or we go to the, the crash site of the, of the derelict ship or something. We're never going to get that. Disney's not going to make that scary a ride uh, that being said, if they did, first in line. You, you say that, but the Disney park never had booze for the longest time. Now they have booze, and now they're also really trying to compete with Universal Studios and their Harry Potter lands and everything. So don't be shocked if they do try and be like, all right, it's Disneyland, but after dark. It's Disneyland, but for adults. I would love an adult Disneyland. Like, just stick it in the Animal Kingdom. Nobody goes there anywhere. Or Epcot. <laughs> Make an alien ride in Epcot. <laughs> Nobody goes there. Uh, it, it, that's fine. You know, kids hate that that area. Um, that's where the Guardians of the Galaxy ride is going. Uh, yes, at Disney World uh, is Epcot because they have no. Which means people there. might actually go there. <laughs> I sure hope so. Uh, so, at the end of the day, 
the banner kind of says more to me about like maybe they're actually gonna like try care worry about it like in a good way uh that more so than i was expecting like i was expecting basically for them to bury alien predator you know avatar the fact that like the Deadpool cartoon developed by Donald Glover was Damn. was straight up killed by Disney, yet they're celebrating Atlanta. Says like yeah. well, maybe they killed it because they weren't ready for it. Maybe they like maybe awesome. it wasn't because they hated it. Um, Ryan Reynolds Deadpool in the banner also says to me like maybe we'll see Ryan Reynolds Deadpool in the MCU. I oh, I think so. they know. I think they know what they have with Deadpool. They're like, oh, it was R rated. And- Still made truckloads of money, and you made it for how much? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. We can put this guy in everything now. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about about how to get Deadpool in the MCU, and the simple answer is don't address it. And he's PG-13 in the MCU, and he's already in his own movie, and they're in the same universe, but just don't make Deadpool too essential to the MCU. That's Yeah, the and the fact... And the fact that he is cosmically aware of these things too is like, you notice I don't kill any as many people when I hang out with you guys. Right. Or like, where'd the blood go? Or he curses and he gets bleeped. He goes, did you guys hear that? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, as long as it's not too on the nose and it doesn't like, you couldn't have Deadpool do that in a fight against Thanos because it would have taken the teeth out of that fight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, there, there's hope. And I'm sure Reynolds is like, I'm in, pay me. Yeah, I, I want to be a part of this. I would like to be Deadpool forever, please. Yeah. The other, uh, the other thing uh, I know they mentioned, like Family Guy. Oh no, it's owned by Disney. What's going to happen? Who cares? Yeah. yeah, I haven't for a very long time. I haven't cared three cancellations ago. Exactly. Like I, I, I don't watch Family Guy anymore. No, I haven't for a long time. I prefer American Dad at this point. <laughs> Same. American Dad is funnier, has better characterization, and better arc-based storytelling over seasons. And from what I understand, McFarlane isn't even involved in that anymore because that's owned by TBS. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's TBS's show, and I'm sure Fox is like, keep it. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, so Better this way. Uh, are there any other Fox properties that you can think of that you were like either worried about or that you're excited about? Oh, the other thing is Avatar... Uh, who cares? Uh, Disney actually does care because they spent a bunch of money on an Avatar land, so they that might land, actually want one of those movies to come out. That land is so small, and it is, is it so now? negligible, and, and arguably it has one of the best virtual reality rides in the, in the park, but nobody goes or cares, and like the, the live shows are her- terrible. Tiff and I went there, and it it was neat, but also mm. pathetic. Uh, and if you want a because really, it's Avatar, who gives a shit? It's Avatar. Uh, if you want a really deep dive, watch Jenny Nicholson's video about it because it's like an hour long deep dive into the Avatar land at, at at Orlando. It is so funny and it is so great. Check it out. I did see that video. It is wonderful, man. She's great in general, isn't she? I, I was slow to become a fan of hers, but now I'm really a fan of her. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like one of her like her Suicide Squad video. I'm like, oh shit, you're funny. Mm. <laughs> So, and not only funny, but she's so funny and no, like, no frills is what's really amazing about no, it. No bullshit. I would love to see her on Red Letter Media at some point. Mm-hmm. Just watch all the misery and snark just, like, completely, like... Pour out of them. Just just, just open a black hole in the universe. <laughs> Swallow up everything. Um. So, yeah. Uh. That... Oh, so, anyway, any other Fox properties you're like, oh, no, or like, oh, yay? Uh, don't, don't they own Die Hard now? Again, 
Like, it's, again, already, like, it's already dead. The funny thing is, Die Hard 5 was the worst one. Yes, it was. Somehow it was the worst one. So it's like, again, these are dead franchises. Now, here's the thing. Star Wars, to me, was a dead franchise after the prequels. Absolutely. And I was excited by The Force Awakens. Uh, but the over-Star Warsization of Star Wars... The incessant cartoons, the merchandising, the directions that these franchises are going in, how, like, I just don't feel excited about the next one or the next I like war. the cartoons. Uh, yes, the, well, bringing back Clone Wars is cool. I liked Rebels. Rebels was great. Rebels That's was one it. of the best things they've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't uh, know. Like, I'm worried that they might Star Wars up all these things we're talking about. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse. I mean, if it's just you gotta take it as they come. Ooh, uh, they own Home Alone now, actually. Fine. <laughs> there's two. There's one and a half good ones in there. Knock yourself out. Like again, you know, you want to call Macaulay Culkin up and have him do some <laughs> weirdo, you know, a Force Awakens sequel nostalgia trip. They, I'll go they, see they, it. <laughs> they really need to. Where like he's an adult now and he owns a security company and like he. <laughs> And, like, that's his thing where it's like, oh, yeah, this place, uh, yeah, you're going to get burgled. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking here. What else do they own here? Uh, any any other franchises? Uh, ooh, they own the Rocky Horror Picture Show now. Oh, no. That's that's not a franchise. That's just one movie, but still. Well, did you see the, like, awful live one they did on, like, ABC? Oh, Yeah. I mean, that being said, it's not like the Rocky Horror Picture Show is beloved because of its brilliant cinematography and excellent acting. It's, it's, it's People cult, like the songs. Yeah. It's a cult movie because it's terrible. Uh, yeah. I, I also, I like going. It's fun. It's very fun. Uh, uh, anything else? Oh, I guess they own It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia now, but I think that'll just continue as it is. Yeah, that's another one. The, the main dude left, so, like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, they own Fight Club, which I don't think they're going to do anything with Fight nope. Club. I I think you got that in one. Yeah, you're good. Uh, you do have comic book spinoffs for Fight Club, but uh, don't mm. But uh, But what about TV? Because TV is a thing, too. Don't they have, uh, like, X-Files now, too? Yes, they do. I guess they would, yeah. Again, like, huh. stick that on Hulu, stop the revivals. I think everyone's kind of done with <laughs> X-Files now, too. <laughs> stop the revivals. I want to get off. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these are things that, like over the last couple of years haven't been able to get off the ground. Now the frustrating thing is, and this is very like not real and very, very personal, but like the frustrating thing is now that Disney owns like aliens, predator, die hard, uh, X files. I'll never be able to work for them. Like I'll never be able to do anything on those. Far like I could have made mm. friends at Fox and worked in there, but <laughs> now with Disney, no, no, they have their own people. So I'm do never going to get to work on an alien movie. Do they also own Firefly now? I guess they would. Although Universal yeah, owns Serenity, so it's kind of a me uh, it's a it's a mm. it's an equally stupid messed up thing. You know what Universal? Keep it. I'll take Firefly. And if it's you want to know what the situation. Is, watch them. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's funny Disney owning Firefly. Uh-oh. Uh so jumping into some super chats before we move on. Uh the Baka the Baka Dukey or Ducky <laughs> says, "What is the roster of your ideal X Men team if and when they are introduced to the MCU?" I say, "Go classic." I say, "Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Angel, Beast, Iceman, Professor X." You know, 
Start mm. there. Uh, if you really want to blow some hit, blow some minds, go cartoon. Go Rogue, yeah. Gambit, Beast, you know, Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm. You know, it's that's a, pretty solid. It's gonna be either classic. It's gonna be either Kirby or Giant Size. Yeah. Either one, I'm down. If you want to, hell, you know, be cool. Er, go Giant Size. Say there was an X Men team that was the mm. original roster. You know, and they're and you like you set them up at the during like the the Claremont Cockrum time where it's like. So Cyclops, he was the leader of the X-Men, and then he lost his wife, and she died. But this similar-looking woman, like, turned his head. So he quit the X-Men and raised a kid, and the kid is going to be lost in time and become Nate Gray and stuff. Like, or, or, or uh, sorry, uh, Cable. I'm getting my time babies mixed up. But like, <laughs> Too many time babies. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, so you can age up Cyclops a little bit, and you can still have, like, Nightcrawler looking awesome in the MCU. Yeah. Um, without any weird, creepy <laughs> scars. Mm, same with beast beast can look great now as beast well can be blue and furry and an animal that isn't like an ape or a cat uh, and, and mystique can be maybe a woman who cares or at the very least a bad guy that'd be nice with a fun belt of skulls what kind of yeah. skulls are those gerbil skulls what is that <laughs> is she elmira have you seen the new design for uh, Mystique for, I guess it's like some X-Men black thing they're doing or uh, Hellfire Club. It's her and she's wearing like a white power suit. And I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. That's a cool idea. I like it. It's very cool. And like no shirt under. I'm like, man, Byrne would be proud of that. Yeah. No, he would be. Um, <laughs> so that's what I would go with. Pricey 8040. Quick question, Joel. Is that a chest tattoo? Uh, no, that is chest hair is what that is. Yes, that is, that is, that is man fur. That is, that, that, that is the man fuzz and, uh, what is it, the cross I got for communion. There you go. Elijah Colbert, uh, or Colbert, uh, how could they introduce mutants so far in the MCU? Just say they were always there and Professor X was protecting them. That's the easiest way, that that's how, you get over how powerful. Uh, Professor X is to the audience by saying he was able to manipulate everyone's mind and say, oh yeah, we've been having these shadow war for mutant rights and independence against Magneto. You just never saw it because we're really good at covering our tracks, but now it's bleeding over into the rest of you and now it's becoming a big deal for the first time. I mean, you could, if you didn't want to do conspiracy, by the way, you could easily simply say, you know, they are a very small group. You know, it's probably mm. like, let's say there's 2,000 mutants in the world, Right. That, that few people on the planet, if they have powers that aren't, like, visual-based, chalk that up to conspiracy theories or, you know, mm. cosmic rays or gamma rays or a weather balloon on swamp gas, you know, it's just, you <laughs> can legitimately just say, like, eh, it's just, no one really noticed. You know, like, when there's a chicken man, like, Beak shows up, you know, that's a crazy fucked-up thing that, like, if it happened in a small town... They keep they kept that shit under wraps or like there's a rumor oh this crazy town in Kentucky like the, a chicken man you say a chicken <laughs> man in Kentucky lol uh, mm. you know and, and that's just, just dismissed just as quickly and anything big or major if Magneto goes to Times Square then Professor X came in there and like men in blacked everybody but like otherwise it's just it's just that there's just so few of them nobody really noticed they could also do the thing of like oh man so remember that shit with humans yeah it turns out we were actually mislabeling a bunch of these uh yeah actually there were th th there were two different ones man you know J jerry from over in acquisitions and shield he he dropped the fucking ball on this one <laughs> yeah everyone's an inhuman wow and also a little racist jerry uh yeah that come on man 
Eat That Horse says, just got off the phone with Tom King. He promises to never write Batman again if you guys do back issues on Tanya's rebirth run of Detective Comics. Um, well, uh, I don't believe you, but uh, <laughs> we'll try to we'll try to do that sometime. It'll be on that's back a, issues, but it'll be it'll be something else. That, that's a hard bargain for a great series. That's true. Doom two eight one four says, should the MCU introduce X Men or Fantastic Four first? I say, why not both? I mean, like you could do. X-Men in the movie, Fantastic Four in the post-credits, or vice versa. You know, I, I wouldn't rush. You know, I would I would say, take your time, especially since mm. apparently they can't even start using them until 2021. Yeah. So take your time, you know, build, slow your roll. You know, it's not There's, hard to put armor in green cloth and have it just like, you know, them, like him just tap his fingers against a throne. That's, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, you don't have to cast anybody. And we'll know what it means. To, it doesn't require you to, to, to establish Jubilee three or four times. There's there's another theory too popular in the fan community of how they do it. Like, obviously, there's going to be some microverse shenanigans, universe rewriting stuff at the end of Endgame when they inevitably bring everyone back. Just say, oh, yeah, so we used the, the we, we used the glove wrong. And when we brought everyone back, we kind of changed the fabric of the universe and we might have changed history. So there's mutants now in the Fantastic Four now. Right. I mean, like, they could also go with the, like, the Fantastic Four were explorers in the 60s and they got stuck in an alternate reality or, like, they got stuck in the negative zone for 40 years um you know there's there's any number of creative ways they could do it i hope they use any of them um, yeah you know i you could also go the bendis route which is not always the most advised way to go but like <laughs> where uh, at the end of house of m beast postulates like where did all the energy go you know what i mean like it took a little norms out of energy for thanos to destroy half of all life when they undid it that energy had to go someplace where did it go it go into humanity and being made mutants mm, the, the children of the atom were born yeah, exactly uh, Cam says, man, I love Hepcot. D me too, dude. It's my favorite. It's one of my favorite places because, like, you can eat everything. I, I, re I really got to go there. I keep trying to plan a trip there to go in time for the Star Wars land, oh, but then I'm like, man, that's that's going to be packed, and that's going to be expensive. <laughs> no doubt. Percy8040, quick question. Oh, that's about Joel's chest tattoo. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I already I skipped Cam before. I'm sorry, Cam. Uh, Decon Nick 690 says, as much as I agree with uh, with fired with all the X-Men cast. Can we keep James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, and Evan Peters? I really love their portrayal of the characters. I love them too, man. I'm sad to see them go, but, but I'd love to done. see them play other characters. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, there's nothing that says they can't recast them as someone else. Right? I would love to see Fassbender as, like, Doom or Annihilus or something. That'd be fun. Uh... Daniel uh, Prieto says, Mike, X-Men is Chronicle in the MCU with the original five. Storm instead of Beast, add Rogue to turn uh, into the antagonist. No Charles or Magneto to start. Without Charles, you have no X-Men. Where was the mm. X? Uh, but I hear what you're saying. Uh, Smokey's videos, which previously unseen X-Men characters would you like to see in a new film, and why is it Beak? Uh, obviously, Ooh. Beak is a huge draw. He's a great character with a lot mm. of history. No. Um I don't know. As far as unseen, I don't think I would want to use too many. Um, maybe long shot, so because we can get into Mojo World. Yeah, this uh, this this feels like a like a video in and of itself. What other X Men characters? Because there's so goddamn many X Men characters. Right. Who else? Uh, and Daniel's back saying maybe unsnapping people creates the X gene. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what we theorized. Or wakes it up. It was always there. Right. Yeah, that could be. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, with that, uh, let's move on to the MCU and the possibilities thereof. Uh, 
So what are you gonna do, man? What do you what do you say? Like, uh, how Ooh. soon? How soon? I know they've announced they have been like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. Like, you know, 2021, 2022. That's when we can probably use these characters and stuff. How soon do you think they're gonna we start laying? Now, when do, when do we start laying the ground? We're what do we got next? We got Homecoming. Yep. Or uh, far we got Far From Home. Mm-hmm. We got Endgame. Yep. And those are the those are the only two we got coming next. Nothing else has been talked about. Well, except for all the sequels. Right. Doctor Strange two, Black Panther two, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. You know, hey, it would be fun and a nice little reversal of fortunes if we start laying the seeds for Fantastic Four in Black Panther two. Oh yeah, definitely. I take that. Um, I feel like you need to have the Fantastic Four show up in a Spider Man movie, given that you know. The first appearance of Spider-Man had the Fantastic Four in it. His inexorable connection to those characters. I would love to see that. I don't think you're going to. Um, but I think with Far From Home, there will be something. Mm. I can't promise anything, because I don't know. I'm not in it. But I feel like by Far From Home, there will be something. A, a yeah, stinger, a, a line, an additional thing, something. Uh, a Endgame, poster. Endgame, I think, is going to be entirely autonomous. I don't think you're going to get anything in Endgame. And maybe it should be. I think because they're treating it like the end, mm. and it's it's such a send-off, and because we're probably going to lose a few actors, I think they're, yeah. they're not going to want to overshadow it. I think they're going to be like, no, this is the completion of like a 10-year-long trilogy, more or less. Mm. You know, it's a saga. And I think they're going to end it with a, a connected universe. Probably, you know, if I were just to, to, just to guess... A variant on the shawarma scene, you know, something that's like cute, cheeky, fun, and celebratory. I don't brings think, it full circle. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get any Fox references at all. Mm-hmm. There's, there's also Guardians Three, which we now know is actually going ahead and happening. There's still time they could change and update that script. Maybe give us some little cosmic references there. Maybe, maybe someone talks about a herald in the universe or something, or we see a bolt of silver in the sky. The fact that like Guardians had a script. That they that Guardians is one of the few movies and franchises that was like, what are we gonna get from Fox? Like, we're gonna get Ego, we're gonna get those Watchers, we're gonna like they really were like, we need this cosmic universe to be cohesive. Now that they had a script, they can start the ground running. Like they 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 just finished shooting those Avatar movies, so Zoe Saldana's back. Like they can start shooting Guardians really soon. Mm. That'll be the most Fox tastic X Men or uh, MCU movie you'll see probably first. How about the Badoon or the Phalanx? Can we talk about them at all? I don't care. I mean, like, the Badoon are so connected to the Guardians, you probably can't ignore it. But, like, yeah. I feel like Guardians you'll get, like, I could see Gunn being, like, uh, Silver Surfer. Like, just Surfer's in it now. Yeah. Like, Surfer's a character. I could definitely see that happening. Um, even if this one's all about Adam Warlock, it's like, but let's, let's just see Norrin Rad, though. Let's just see him hanging out at the bar. Ooh, let's see Norrin Rad before he becomes the Silver Surfer. What if he's just a background guy? They go to Zen Law. No, I'm saying, like, no, I'm saying he plays a role like Beta Ray Bill plays a role in, like, the Death of the Inhumans. Like, he, uh. like he shows up, like, the way the Hulk plays a role in Ragnarok. Like, mm. like, two, like, maybe a third of the way through Guardians 3, Silver Surfer shows up. Like, Somebody attacked him, tried to take his board, he's depowered, or, like, they need him, or they're stranded in the middle of space. You know, they go to the Delta Quadrant of the MCU, and they run into Nor in there. Something like that. 
I, I like that. Like, like they pick him up on a planet. They think he's just a stowaway or a hitchhiker, but then he's like, boom, fucking Silver Surfer. Right, exactly. I, I think that's probably where you're going to see your first, like, big, like, big rock in the pond splash Fox reference to the MCU. That'd be great, too, because then you could, again, have a funny, very Guardians moment of, like, who the hell was that guy? Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Torbo says, I'm calling it the end credits for Endgame is three bladed fists popping through a grave marked X made of sticks. A universal merger <laughs> has occurred. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but I, I admire your optimism. That, that, that That's a little Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, it's also... It, he was too old now. Yeah. You and he had want, such a good send-off. You don't want old man Logan in the MCU as the only as the only Logan. Or maybe you do, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. Uh, Cam says, I kind of hope Endgame doesn't have an end credit scene, give it a sense of finality, maybe put a thank you to the fans and creators, but that's it. Oh. I, I like that idea. I want my I want my extra stuff. Because we've expected it now. If we didn't get it, that was bullshit. We and didn't also, get a like, post-credit as scene. As a comic book fan, as a, as a movie fan, I always love the post-credit stinger. And as a comic fan, too, there's always more. The story never ends. That's right. Uh, Martin Archuleta says, I'm calling it Danny DeVito as Wolverine. He's got the height. He's got the attitude. I say it's time for him to hit the gym. Uh, <laughs> Chase Eichler, they can't use the Fox characters till 2021. I am bummed. I want Deadpool in a post credit scene. Ryan Reynolds would sure be down. Ryan Reynolds is probably shooting something today. Like, oh, God, fun. yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah. No, it's more that like they can't make, they can't start making X-Men Fantastic Four movies until 2021. And it's right. not even like they can't because they're not allowed to. It's more just like, we have money and like budgeted and allocated for these things. We have these things set up like these ducks in a row. Movies we, take time. We're just not ready to start that yet. Um, I, I forgot too. There's also the Eternals there. So don't be shocked if we get more cosmic shit in the Eternals. I hope that my theory was that like they were skirting the legal issue of working on a X-Men movie. By just calling it Eternals, and calling that was Eternals, like this. Like, dedicating production, pe- like, you know, uh, like, pre-production staff, people working on Eternals, and, you know, there's a script being developed. It's just an X-Men movie, but everyone has a Eternals in the name instead of Mutants. Uh, and, and they're just like, this is a very, this is not the Eternals. It's like, oh, no, no, we're taking a very different direction. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, the merger happened? Uh, Control-F-R, like, replace. <laughs> Re- replace Eternal with Mutant. Uh, I feel like... Eternals could be a misdirection or they just think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Eternals for me are more boring than the Inhumans. Good luck. Here's it's the true. Deal. Hickman was announced as joining uh, Marvel. Mm-hmm. If Hickman's writing an Eternals book, then they're making an Eternals movie. Of course they are. If Hickman's doing an X-Men book, then that, does, then that just means you're going to enjoy X-Men for a, lo- for a while. Um, and you know, it's true too. It's like, you know, we say that, but at the same time too, it's like, man, Guardians of the Galaxy was pretty goddamn boring for a long stretch of time too, post uh, Labnit and Anning before they eventually came around and just like, hey, let's make a movie out of this now. Remember I, the, the no, feeling of like, really, they're doing Guardians? Uh, the, the, the the fact that Guardians were so obscure was very like, what the hell are you doing? Abnett's run on Guardians is great and Annihilation oh, yeah. is incredible. And that's, oh, it's a masterpiece. That should be the next like cosmic plan should be Annihilation. Mm. Ooh, so we can work up to, uh, what is it, the Annihilators. We can get them in there. Yeah, yeah. And the Nova Corps. And, uh... Yeah, they've been sitting on Nova, haven't they? They're like, yeah, we'll do Nova if it looks like they're doing Green Lantern. Babe. Yeah. Uh, Trenton Brown says, end of FFH introduces uh, Kitty Pride as a new student. That'd be fun. 
Mm. Uh, like Ultimate Spider-Man. That'd be great. Will yeah. I am Golden. Simpsons MCU crossover. You're going to see it more Simpsons references. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we are winding down. So I wanted to mention, uh, by the way, apropos of the universal thing, totally unconnected, by the way, to this discussion. But apparently the dude who's directing, who directed Doctor Strange 1 and is directing Doctor Strange 2, mm. who I think is a really terrible director and it's really sad that he's mm. working on it because I really want a Doctor Strange that like we've been enjoying from like the Ragnarok to Infinity War. And yeah, the, he's, that hasn't been my favorite either. It's been very, it's very, very bland. Um, he, he seems like a nice man and also he's working with the former uh, Massa Worm from uh, Ain't It Cool News. Right. Well, yeah. Anyway, did so, you know that? Scott Derrickson tweeted recently uh, a picture of Doctor Strange being dragged underwater by Namor. Ooh, I forgot about that. That being said, maybe the deal with the Universal thing is you can't make a Namor movie, but you could put Namor in your movies. That seems to be the approach they're taking with the Hulk at the moment. Why not? Uh, I want Spider Man in a Doctor Strange movie. Because I think those two are a couple of New Yorkers who have who, who create fun dynamics with each other. But if that's how we get Namor, I'm down. I'm cool for Namor anything, because that means you can also build up to Wakanda versus Atlantis. Yeah, he deleted that tweet shortly after he tweeted it, by the way. Mm. Like, he did tweet this picture of, of Namor attacking Doctor Strange. And I'm like, Doctor Strange in water? That doesn't make any sense. All right, fine. Namor's cool. Well, and then they can build towards the Defenders. You put Silver yeah. Surfer in Guardians 3, you keep Hulk alive, now you got a Defenders movie. Doctor Strange, Hulk, Silver Surfer, mm -hmm. Namor, you're ready to go. I like it, and you can have a whole speech from Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, oh, and the day of the Avengers came to a close, but the Earth still needs Defenders. Uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm just mentioning that. Uh, Gorgon Fish says, My wish list is Kang, She-Hulk, and Armor, and Cypher from X-Men, and maybe a Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends nod in some way. I don't want a Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. I, I appreciate it every time they do it, but, like, listen, I'm the kid who watched that shit because there was no Spider-Man cartoon when I was a very little kid. I don't think that's a good idea. But She-Hulk, Kang, Armor, I, Cypher, I love those characters. Well, Cypher not so much. But I do love, uh, I like Cypher in conjunction with warlock but <laughs> she hulk kang armor i love those characters i think that's a totally. great idea kang he's annoying and stupid but you know what i love the idea especially because like the fact is i think they're doing a time travel thing now yeah like it would be really fun to get like robert Downey jr and chris evans and chris hemworth if they weren't if, if their contracts are done and they don't want to do it anymore to do a time travel movie where they play themselves in the past that'd be a lot of fun I also see Kang the Conqueror being a pretty good villain for Fantastic Four, given his own weird connection to Richards and Doom and everything. Totally. And because the MCU isn't all about giving you exactly what you asked for, maybe the first Fantastic Four adventure doesn't include Doom. Maybe it includes... My guess would be, if you're going to say, like, where are they? Let's not waste any time with an origin story. Screw it. They were 60s like astronauts. They got stuck in the, in the uh, negative zone. They've been living there. Being superheroes... And their main antagonist was Annihilus. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, we just wanted to talk about uh, the the merger. We talked a little bit about the, uh, you know, the ramifications in the MCU and stuff like that. But that's kind of where we were. We were actually literally just about to end the show. So. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were winding down, and anyway, I'm happy we got to talk about other properties that are actually part of this deal that I think people are overlooking. Agreed. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, I was, I'm sure a lot of people were talking about like, well, and when I say a lot of people, I mean like the fans. Um, yeah. 
but uh, but aliens, predator, that kind of thing. Like the fact is, those movies perform so poorly because their franchises are so like beaten down and their fandoms are so small. Like it, but, uh, it could be like Indiana Jones, where it's like we could do something with it, or we could just let it slumber forever and let you keep your memories and keep lying to you about like whether or not it's actually going to keep coming back. Yeah. So that sounds about right. But, it's an option. Yeah, that's always an option. So mm-hmm. we will, uh, by the way, no, they don't have Terminator. I was like, no, Dark Horse has all those guys. Right. But uh, I don't know who has Terminator. I was looking this up too. Isn't there like, uh, didn't they announce the title for the next one? Terminator, the Dark Times. <laughs> it's Dark Fate. Oh, they might as well call it the Dark Times. <laughs> it looks really bad. I hope it's not. But because we hope that with every Terminator. But I have hated four out of, or what is it, three out of six? I don't know. I like Terminator one and two. Mm. We're good. But anyway, uh, thanks a lot for hanging out with us, everybody. And of course, don't forget to stay tuned if you want to catch a bonus show besides this one over on Patreon, patreon.com slash pop. There's an extra show where we talk a little bit about something totally separate that's only found on that. So that's it. We'll see you guys next time. I'm Sal. I'm Joel.